And welcome to Nerdiverse Swag Forum Weekly. I'm Melvin Tellers. And I'm Steven. And welcome to episode six. Episode six. Yeah. Sure. We can, we can put that emphasis on yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> um, was that was that weird? Sorry. Um, yeah, so we're going to go with a wild card tonight. We're just going to kind of poke, poke conversation at each other. Yeah. I'm up for it. Yeah. I like it. Um, so... One of the things that we were discussing before getting on the mics was just kind of generally professionalism and like how how it feels like the most rewarding thing to just be a boss at your job and like just actually like kick ass at your job and then amongst a group of your people be selected to do something that is like a a side mission that's special to you. So like whatever field you work in. So like this particular application was like a technical field, like it kind of thing. Um, and it was just like, Hey, we've got this software implementation we got going on and we really want you on it because, uh, we want you to kind of remove yourself from the situation and like, you know, just be the number one guy on it. And like, it's, it's really cool. It doesn't even matter if it's a professional thing. Like if you're at the mastery of anything and someone, acknowledges that and and then puts you to the task so like even if you're a painter and you're being commissioned to paint or you're a guitar player and you're going to um play an event or you know you get invited to play somewhere like pretty cool stuff like i don't know it's just yeah i kind of want to appreciate maybe people's talents i guess like yeah yeah i would so this was a story that I was telling you where at work I you know I've I you know my history but for for the fans like I started off as low level like as low level entry level guy as you could possibly be doing menial labor you know basically my only marketable skill was being able to pick things up and put them down and pass a drug test and those are surprisingly congratulations. <laughs> those are surprisingly difficult. I'm glad you uh, criteria to pass. Yeah, yeah you got to study really hard. Drug, there's a lot of drugs. <clears throat> so, um, and then worked my way up into a systems level. So, in that time, I have worked under some lousy managers who, you know, gaslight you and, yep. and twist your words and try to make you feel like you're crazy and. All that, all the rest of that. So when my my boss kind of was like, "Hey, you're the guy on this," it felt like, "Oh shit, am I being set up? Like, mm-hmm. is he trying to like set me up as a patsy?" And then kind of talking through it with you, I was like, "Oh, okay. Like he's he's putting a lot of faith in me, and he's like just trying to get me to produce and perform on Blue so, Black Ops, bro." Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it was basically like, "Here, get all the distractions out of the way." And just focus on this one thing. And um, that was definitely like, took me a little bit to get to it. And then it's just like, all right, perform. Just sit down, plug through it, get it done. And I would say I probably did about a day and a half's worth of work in, in a day today. Nice. And I'm looking to do the same tomorrow and the day after that. So, All in the comfort of your pajamas. Well, I was wearing this, which yeah. is like jeans and a t-shirt, but that's my version of... Hey, if of, you drink enough, jeans and a t-shirt can be pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even when if you don't drink enough, um, I don't know, in high school, I would 
I would fucking sleep oh, over no. people's house all the time in like jeans and t-shirt, man. That's all you had. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I probably, I did that too. I'm yeah. sure of it. I had this one buddy who was always commando and it was like, dude, underwear, please, for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of us. <laughs> and for chafing, for yourself. <laughs> Save yourself. Screw the rest I of know. us. I know. And like occasionally like oh the, the zipper catch, man. Oof. Oof. Ooh, no. Yeah. Ooh. I just, I, I can't do commando, man. I, I tried it once. I caught my ding dong and it was, it was over. See, there's, there's rules to commando and I spent like an entire my entire teens, <laughs> an entire this, like decade, <laughs> figuring this out, and it's the number one. It took one, you that long, huh, bud? No, you slow learner, huh? No genes. No, there's just a lot of variables you wouldn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> Underwear performs a function, people. All right, there's a reason why people wear it. Yeah, well, so I was. I'm really big on bathrobes at this point in my life. So like. That's all terry cloth, dude. Feels yeah, really good on your junk. Especially when you walk over like a heat vent in the middle yes. of winter. Yes. Like or a, tropical a cool breeze. vent in the middle of summer. It's win-win. <clears throat> it's it's not a seasonal win. It's win all year round. All year around. Yeah. Keep this just, in mind. Ladies, just, especially ladies and gentlemen. No, especially gentlemen. What do you, <laughs> what do you kidding, dude? Hey, do you know, dude, I, I'm just trying to incept the idea. more attractive I am in a silk robe than I am in normal clothing <laughs> a lot so <laughs> <laughs> and i also feel it i feel beautiful i like do extra self-care when i know it's silk robe season and like you know like i'm gonna moisturize my hands i'm gonna shave more often mm. you know like my face is baby butt smooth yeah just in case i got the i got the grizzly mountain man look going on right now yeah. I've been using this like cocoa shea butter moisturizer mm, though. Cocoa butter smells so goddamn uh, good. It makes my skin real smooth. I like it. Uh, I a really lot of like it. a lot of ladies of color wear cocoa uh, use cocoa butter as a just a product to kind of yeah. moisturize. And it, as soon as I like smell it, I'm just like, <gasps> hi. That's that's hi. great. <laughs> like I just love I love the yeah. aroma of I don't know cocoa cocoa butter. I also yeah. am just big coconut fan in general. Like anything cocoa, chocolate, cocoa yeah. butter, coconut. Yeah, cocoa for yeah, um, but, for cocoa, but coconut and cocoa <laughs> are very different, Stephen. Dude, if it's if it's a c- noise, <clears throat> I'm in. Sign me up. C- All right, c- cracking sounds good. What's c- cracking? <laughs> yeah, like the um the spiced rum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so. General rule of thumb. You're jumping all the fuck over the place with sea ninjas you're bringing in here now. Oh, dude. So, Tellers and I went to the Renaissance Fair this weekend. Yeah. And uh, what, the, the PA Renaissance Fair, for those of you who are like, which one, jerk? Which one? Um, that, we talk about the Eagles one. all the time and which Renaissance Fair do we go to. I mean, no big fucking yeah, surprise yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> this one guy... Sits down, plays some games with us, like, great entertainer. And I think he just kind of needed a break from standing, but yep. also wanted to also do his job. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're talking with him, and he goes, pirates! And I'm like, you mean sea ninjas? And he goes, oh, sea ninjas? And, like, like cracks up. And I'm just like, dude, like, I've been calling them sea ninjas for forever because ninjas are just stronger than pirates. It's a fact. <laughs> like, in the, in the great ninja versus pirate wars of 2012, it's, it's clear fact that ninjas won. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, but what about Robot Pirate Island? Um, 
Robo Pirate Island. Robot Pirate Island? Yeah. You don't remember this episode? So, there, like, do I need to remind you that the Power Rangers were also ninjas once? So, we got the Power Rangers on the ninja side all right, of things. All right, if, fine. if you're going to play Pirate. Robot Pirate Island. You don't remember Robot Pirate Island from the episode of SpongeBob where... Patrick no. and Spongebob get into a <gasps> refrigerator. Oh, no. So so uh, Spongebob lives, buys a big screen TV just for the box. And okay. Tra- tosses the TV <laughs> in the trash. And then him and Patrick spend the whole day like in in there. And it's, uh, it's the episode where, where God, Spongebob no. does the imagination thing and draws oh, a rainbow out. Imagination. Yeah. That's oh, that one. became one of the best memes yeah. to ever hit memes. Yeah, it was a good one. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Robot Pirate Island. That's oh. that's what I think of every time I hear Robot Pirates. C Ninja Island. All right, all right. I could, I could. More syllables is better for that tagline, anyway. So I don't know that you want more syllables for a tagline, but okay. You yeah, can, you can no, go with no that. it's SpongeBob. It's a meme, so yeah, totally. That's like level. That's like tier two or three meme, though. Imagine it. Oh, tier three memes. Uh, there, was a, there was a great <laughs> meme where it was like uh, when you show your mom. A video on YouTube, and she goes, "Is that one of your friends?" <laughs> or, or when somebody's like a low-level meme person, and you you want to show them a meme because you think it's hilarious, but they're not going to understand it because you'd have to explain like, and it's like the dude years. from the chalkboard, like yeah. with me- like like no, it's straight quantum up. equations. It's, it's Charlie. It's Charlie in that episode of uh, It's Always Sunny, mm-hmm. where he's mm-hmm. there's no Carol from HR. Yes, there is, and she's been asking where her mail is for weeks. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, lordy me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe now's a good time for a sponsor, actually. Let's bring it on in. Uh, We'll catch you on the other side. And now a word from our wonderful human beings and our friends. And our friends actually happen to be uh, Sojourner Saga and Melvin Tellers himself. Because it turns out that Melvin Tellers is going to be doing a reading of the Sojourner Saga story. So if you're into space exploration, uh, space thrillers, get over to SojournerSaga.com right now. Sign up for their email blast. We'll let you know when Teller's sexy voice is telling this story. Get in there or be square. And we've all seen that dude with the blocky-ass head memes. Fuck that. I'll put it on the uh, Facebook so y'all can see it there. SojournerSaga.com. Sign up now. And welcome back to episode six of NSFW Nerdiverse Swag Forum Weekly. Um, we just kind of want to pick up somewhere fucking random. Uh, so one thing that that's happened to the show recently, a good friend of the show, yeah. the JC Bean Podcast, is uh, it, their, their lives are changing over there, and there's yeah. going to be a major shift where I don't have physical access to them, and if you knew how much I like to touch their boobies, then, and they're both guys, if you knew how much <laughs> I like to touch their boobies, then you would know that this is a big deal. So, um, shout out JCB Podcast. We're super proud of you here at Nerdiverse Swag. Uh, we love you. We love your content. Um, super fucking proud of you and what you do. Uh, couldn't be more thankful. And, yeah. uh, you know, just... J-, J, um, you know, Gabe gets on there. He's he's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Um, met met some good friends through that podcast. So I really I really appreciate uh the podcast and and the people behind it over yeah. there. So yeah. I have to throw a shout out to those guys. Well, of course, absolutely. Yeah. They're um, what what little I have been able to throw into my rotation has been 
just an absolute delight. Um, and you, you usually bring this up, you know. One of the things that, you know, he really hits on is just relationships, like people being good to each other. Yeah, man. Like, And we're trying to foster that here, too. No, we do. We do. And, you know, that was part of our conversation earlier today where... You know, you and I kind of took the good cop, bad cop role. Yeah, we with, totally yeah. fucked up our one buddy today. Oh, my gosh. Can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. We'll get permission from him later. Yeah. We're, we're going to, for now, we're just going to call him Dick. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So, so Dick, Dick and I, Dick Tellers and I are all in a group text. Yeah. Dick's going through a, a, a hard time. Dick's yeah. hard, you know. <laughs> um, hard time. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just kind of, just kind of like puts his plate out, and he's just like, "Dude, I don't know if I'm fucking this way with relationships with girls. I don't know if I'm fucking this way with relationships yeah. with girls. I'm, like not, he's, I'm fucking no right yeah, now. Like yeah. today, I'm today, I don't know." Yeah, like he was, he was really struggling with, you know, he he'd been in a, a relationship for a while, and he's just really struggling with like, do I go down the fuckboy path and just say like, screw it, I'm not getting in a relationship, or do I like focus on myself? Or do I try to get into a relationship? And, you know, I can't ever tell a guy which way to go on that one. Like, that's that's a personal decision you have to make. But it's a decision you have to make. And and something that we did independently was just kind of take the sides of those two poles and yeah. personify them via text message. Yeah. So, you know, Tellers takes te- tellers takes the um, don't be the fuckboy approach. Like, like, hard line of shit. Like, if your brain was in the extreme. Yeah. Like, don't have a friends with benefits because that just leads to low-quality relationships. And with low-quality relationships, are you really going to get the person that you want later down the line? Yeah. And, and and I'm playing the advocate of, of fuckboyery because <laughs> the skeleton wars are real. And either you're a skeleton or a fuckboy. And there has, to be, there has to be some balance, people, okay? I don't actually believe in everything I was saying in this conversation. Yeah. However, in the conversation... Dick, Dick just hardline asks me, and he's just like, "So, so, what do you mean with the the friends with benefits thing?" And I'm just like, "Look, so if like it's it's mutually using each other for sex. If you're just friends, and sometimes you're sexually active together, and it's just in the comfort of being friends, and you're not out there going and like, you know, you're you're both sexually responsible. You're you're." You're conscious of your sexual health. Um, yeah. You've had open and honest conversations. And as soon as something comes along that's got more um, spark to it, maybe investigate that and put put down this this FWB thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so I played that yeah. advocate. So it was just an interesting thing. Yeah, and then on the other side, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a committed relationship that looks like it's going to go really long term. So it was a lot more comfortable for me to play that role um, where... You know, and, and you know where I'm just getting out of a committed relationship right on the immediate heels of another committed relationship to yeah. the tune of two years of yeah the last two like, years I need to let way. out my inner savage you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah whereas me like I've kind of settled down the savagery and like you know I'm taking a much more traditional approach in my relationship yeah you know right now whereas that wasn't me before and you know it has its costs you know it has its its issues and. But it also has its benefits, you know, like as, I, I as think do most things. Yeah. And so it's really just, hey, what do you want and what are you willing to pay for it? And, and how honest are you with yeah. yourself? And that's all I was really pushing. All I was really pushing on Dick about was what 
Sorry, push it on dick. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, you piece of shit. I hate you sometimes, but I love you. All I was really pushing on for him was, hey, man, what do you actually want? Okay. Make sure you know what you want and move forward with that. Like, some people will, will push you. Okay, sorry about that. That was that was my stand. We're good. All right. Yeah. We set? Yeah, we're set. It was All just right. spring going. That's weird. Yeah, right? Sorry, I, right. I, I made some renos to the, the, the old <clears throat> studio here, folks. So that was all me. Yeah. Tech issues out the wazoo. Yeah. Hey, man, what do you want? What do you actually want out of a relationship? Who, who, where are you? What do you need to work on? Because you've got three options here. Okay. But, but whichever option you choose, you need to actually choose it. Because right now you're stuck in one of these three worlds. Yeah. Which is, I need to let the savage out. Yep. It's been a while since I've really done that or I've never done that. And this is just a part of myself that I feel I need to explore before I'm ready to settle down. Okay. What's part or, two? Or never want to settle down and I just want to do that. Um, part two is I need to focus on me right now. Okay. I need to learn who I am and get more comfortable with who I am as a person. We touched on this in the dating episode. Yep. But be comfortable with who you are so that you're ready to move on and be a full person. Be a whole ass human. Yeah. 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 yeah we definitely covered that. Never in half ass two. two things, yeah. always whole ass one thing. Or at least uh, 75% one thing yeah. so that you can get by, get a passing grade, yeah. but still kind of be a piece of shit. And then, and then option three is. You know, you're, you know you're ready. You know who you are. You know you don't want to do the whole fuckboy lifestyle. So what you want to do is Join get the out there. Join the of the skeleton yeah. wars. Get, get out there and, and be in a relationship. And at least to me, it's pretty obvious that, you know, that... Dick's relationship material. He, he is. He's a fantastic guy. Like, he is the fucking Ryan Gosling meme. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, he's amazing. girl, you know what kind of material the sweat is from my mouth? Yeah. Yeah, mm. that I made out Relationship of myself. Materials. Yeah, mm. well, and I trimmed the alpacas myself. They love me. <laughs> um, no, Maybe fantastic, so fantastic cute. dude. But you know, we all are there sometimes okay. where yeah. we need our friends. We need to lean on them, and that's why you have them. So, so that's all I was getting at. And and we just kind of, you and I, we took adversarial. Right, right. Points. We took very adversarial. We were not nice to to, to, <laughs> to the point. <laughs> yeah, to the point where we had to have a side conversation before we came up here, and we're like, "Are we cool to shoot tonight? Hey, are we, are we good, man?" And I expected that conversation to go exactly the way that it did, which is we touch base, but both of us in our subconscious, deep down, we're like. Man, I'm, I'm a little butthurt at we're, how we're, hard you we came at me, man. Hugging each other's yeah. points, and it wasn't even that we were that married to our own ideas. No. Like we we're just like no. coming at each other a little bit. But I think that that's that was a good exercise for Dick because then Dick got the exercise of you know just going through the motions. And sometimes if dicks go through the motions, they get they they throw up all over themselves, especially uh, if they're wearing a raincoat. <laughs> you <laughs> have you have stretched this metaphor too goddamn far. <laughs> You you broke it. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I think it broke. All right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I am not so. mature enough. Uh, by the way, so I'm I'm in these classes for supply chain right mm -hmm. now, yeah. and um, 
the <laughs> the uh, in, instructor puts on these videos. It's, there's always like YouTube videos or TED Talks or something that come on, right? And we're learning about uh, manufacturing machinery and things like that. And the this guy looks like yeah, you know the fish in Mario with the big lips and the stupid ass face, and yeah. like sometimes it, it wears glasses mm-hmm. and just so imagine. If, if you know if you know anime, there's always that archetypal guy that's got the big lips, the stupid glasses, the fat face, mm-hmm. the big belly, the kind of he's kind of adult, like he's kind of a dumbass, yeah. you know. So this guy is giving like kind of like a little tutorial video on machinery and how to maintenance it and preventative maintenance versus like you know like um, at need maintenance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So he kept saying lubrication. And I kept laughing my ass off. And, like, just for context, there's, a like, my HR representative for my last job sits behind me. <laughs> Super cute. Um, and just, like, is laughing at me, laughing at the guy saying lubrication. And at one point, I literally just, like, I'm crying laughing. And I'm like, please stop saying lubrication. And everybody in the class loses their shit at my <laughs> juvenile-ass reaction. <laughs> That's what's uh-huh. going on right now. So that's that's yeah. If if you're wondering where my speed at speed is with um you know just just being mature and, and being able to handle words like lubrication in an adult setting, I'm not there. <laughs> not there. I'm not there. I'm gonna joke with you about it because it makes me feel more comfortable. <laughs> what? You're not in your fourth decade. <laughs> what? Oh, dude, shut the fuck <laughs> up. I hate you now. Oh. It makes you sound so much older than you are, doesn't it? Dude, I hope that I get fired in the off season of this podcast so I never have to deal with you again now. That was fucked up. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Well, well, I'm only in my third decade, yeah. so. Oh, well, yeah, it must be nice. Fountain of youth, teller's ass, motherfucker. Dude, I am only three years younger than you. Shut the fuck up. Hmm. All right, that's great. All right, so, um, <laughs> so we're, we are we're, no we're gonna friends. we're gonna do a segment called "fuck tellers." No, <laughs> now that brings us to our new segment. <laughs> our oh, next God. segment is called. Actually, we were we were planning on doing one coherent segment tonight, so yeah. it's not just gonna be all debauchery and fucking just blaze uh, guns are blazing all over the place, <laughs> you know. So tonight we wanted to do a segment called controversial takes. And this is kind of based off of some conversations that Tellers and I have had that that inspired people to say, do a podcast. <laughs> or like, like, I wish I could listen to your conversations. And so um, I'm going to lead in with uh, a popular kind of parlor trick. And, and parlor tricks are something that, that I wish the audience to start. Just compartmentalize that whole fucking notion on yourself. Parlor tricks. Use them. Um, so one parlor trick I use very often, as soon as like the conversation is green lighted for philosophical beliefs, one of my favorite tricks off the bat, when somebody gets too serious to pump the brakes is I say, I hate all extremists. They should all fucking die, which (laughs) of course makes me extremist shit, right? Like, so like extremist position, which is, which also ties into the millennial thing really nicely of like, you know, the jokes of every, every millennial jokes on Twitter and Instagram about wanting to kill themselves, but any other platform, not okay because suicide awareness stuff, you know what I mean? So like, it just depends on like what your fucking platform is, I guess. But, Mm -hmm. um, controversial take all, all extremists should die and we should kill them all. All right. Hot take. Hot take. Um, 
So yeah, let's just do. Yeah, I guess just three. I guess we'll do. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll do three or two. We're out of controversial takes for people to digest. Dude, and we, think we, we could do like five enough. hours of controversial yeah. takes. Let's just so do let's three. Just let's do limit three. it. Yeah. Um, for me, I understand the sentiment because there, especially the last two years, where I I swear. Maybe it's not worse than it's ever been, but it feels like it's a lot worse than it ever has been in the political realm where you've just got like very powerful elites using other people as pawns to go like fight in the streets. Yep. We're literally having fights in the streets over political squabbles and stuff like that. And I swear there are just these people who want war. They just, they, they seem to really want to just go kill each other. And I, I won't lie to you. Yeah. Life would be a whole lot easier if they would just shut up and go away. Yeah. And so, so I understand the sentiment. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't advocate violence me neither against against people who are not attacking you, you nobody know, on the show yeah. the show does not condone violence no, if you've run out if, if you've run out of good ideas <clears throat> then violence is the 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 yield of that situation because yeah. you've run out of actual ideas actual things you can do yes yeah. yeah. that's okay, not an idea that's a prime club you over the head yeah yeah, yeah. That's um, not an idea. So yeah. just don't fucking think about that's, it because that's not a thing. Yeah, that's making somebody else your prey. So uh, philosophically, I, I never condone the use of violence except in self-defense and defense of others, um, which, you know, we could do whole, there are whole podcasts on this, but um, <clears throat> I, I understand the sentiment. I understand looking at some of the insanity in the world and people who take these very extreme positions where you... You know, the, the the new NPC meme that's coming out where it's like, I'm not even talking to a person, it feels like. I don't feel like I'm talking to a person. I feel like I'm talking to a robot. I feel like I'm talking to somebody who just has these programmed responses and trigger words. Well, that's what a lot of people stuff. are that's what a lot of people are trained for in the in the traditional schooling system, but that's yeah. a whole nother podcast yeah. unto itself. So so I can understand the sentiment, but I can't go there with you. I can't say, yeah, just just nuke them all. Yeah, because well, that's that's why it's such a great a great saying and parlor trick, and that's right. why I call it a parlor trick is because yeah. it really evokes you to think about like, wait, yeah, extremists are terrible. We should kill them, and then it makes <laughs> you kind of work through the whole process of that from start to finish with a simple sentence. Like you have to go through several layers right. of of your existence and thoughts, yeah. um, and and where your values stand to to either get behind that thought right. and if you do you're probably sick yeah and if you don't then tell me how you got there yeah and, and that's where like if you if you can break down that wall and that's one of the things that 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 trick can do is break down the wall of like hey let's actually have a conversation rather than just lobbing grenades at each other which by the way because remember needs so much more now than ever right because ultimately like and this is why videos where you know there's the one guy who goes around and talks to members of the KKK and uh, you know, the, has, the, has, the, the, the black gentleman that does yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I know the ones you're talking and about. And it has like, and it wins them over in a lot yeah, of cases. Wins them over or like, there's, and sometimes it takes months or years and multiple conversations. Of course it does. When yeah. you have an irrational belief where you just hate somebody because you want to blame them for all your problems, you have to spend some time talking somebody out of that position. But you have to, if you have to believe that people can change. 
Yeah. If, if you don't believe that, then why would we ever have a and conversation? The, and, and the because, guy leading those conversations does believe that, and he believes in himself enough. And this is this is why I wish more people would actually have conversations, because the strength in that guy, like, do you know how many times he probably looked in the mirror and was like, what the fuck are you doing you with do? yourself? Or the like, number of people who told him, what the fuck are you doing yeah, with yourself? Like, but, I'm sure he's done it to thing. himself, too. But here's like, There's got to be self-doubt in that, that few results, you know? Right. Like, that's a hard paradigm to turn over but that's an important one to turn over so his work is all that much more valuable because of that well and this is this is a branch of philosophy called praxeology which is you look at what wait what wait praxeology Praxeology, slow down define so then move so so praxeology is the study of you you can figure out what people think and believe based on what they do in the real world like you don't listen so much to what they say you pay attention to what they do. So it's custom applications to the world that the people exist in. Right. Okay. So so I look at you and you're having a conversation with somebody. What that means is that you believe I can change my mind. Because why in the world would you argue with me if you didn't believe I could change my mind? So <laughs> bringing that up, like there's a really popular meme out there right now where the guy's sitting at the table and he's just like, he just states a fact and underneath it, it says change my mind. Like, Dude, that's yeah. implied. That's fucking implied. And the fact that we don't have conversations as society anymore. Yeah. That meme coming becoming a thing yeah. made me really sad about yeah. the plight of society. Yeah. Like and and that's um that is Steven Crowder. He he has a podcast or a show called Louder with Crowder. Oh, he's a good he's, Steven. Yeah. So he's 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 a conservative commentator and you know, he gets a lot of shit thrown his way, but I actually do enjoy those segments. Okay, because I'll have to check them out. I, yeah, I've never even heard of this. Because he'll he'll he'll, he'll go to college campuses and sit down with people, and of course, you know, look, he he does the editing where he he selects some person who's being absolutely Dude, ridiculous. Of course, yeah, you're you gonna know, edit it you know, to fit your plate because is, that's what people fucking do. But, but there like, are some we're gonna good do that marketing, but too. our plate is we want people to laugh yeah. and feel good about themselves. So we'll yeah. probably edit it for that. So, but there are also some good conversations in there where, look, he, he'll sit down with somebody and just be like they'll actually try to lay out their best case and that's something that i really appreciate is when okay. people try to lay out their best case and and you whether know, you it's don't good have, logic or bad logic just like have some mechanics that drive your decisions right discuss things talk about them figure yeah, it and out we'll because, calibrate that together Let's because talk about because it. what is our other option our Lions. other option is to fucking kill each other which is exactly what we said was fucking bullshit yeah and yeah. We got a little bit off uh, off base with our uh, segment here. Okay. Hot take. A controversial take. Okay. So, so I need so I need a controversial take. Yeah. Um, the United States should not have entered World War II. <gasps> okay. So you so the extreme parts wait, of the Wait, wait, hold on. Each, I got to make my position. Okay. I got to make my stance. I'm I'm so, so my my butt is clenching. Go so on. so my stance is basically you had you had three major violent gangs that were trying to control the world and two of them ganged up on the third one in order to take out a competitor. Okay. So it was basically between European fascism, American fascism, and Russian communism. And then we had the most popular Surprise visit to Pearl Harbor in <laughs> Japanese history. Right. So second most popular was recently, actually. Right. So so ultimately, you know, FDR ran on. He kept our boys out of war to get reelected. He yep. said, "We're we're not. Gonna, I'm not going to drag your children into another European conflict." Because Wilson pulled this shit too. He ran in 1912 on. I'm not going to 
take our boys to war. Political candidates are the bomb until they actually <laughs> become politicians and then yeah. they suck ass. And then immediately got us into World War One, which, yep. you know, in a lot of ways contributed to the circumstances of, of World War Two. Ultimately, most of the arguments that are made for the U.S. entering World War II, like, well, we had to end the Holocaust. It was like, the United States didn't know about the Holocaust. And don't forget, we still had Jim Crow. <laughs> like, like, the United States was all about, like, racial superiority and, and, you know, legal suppression and segregation. So it's not like we had any high horse to stand on. There's, there's, a, large, um, there's a large portion of people that think that, and, and, and there's good, there's good uh, research to support this, this yeah. thought. And, and furthermore, you know, the, the argument was, um, you know, the, the German regime and the Japanese regime were hell-bent on world domination. And that, you know, there, there are decent arguments to be made for that, but there's also counterfactuals. The lie detector were, determined that that was true. <laughs> well, the, the lie detector determined that um, it's actually up in the air where things would have gone and where things would have ended. Because you have to remember that both the Germans and the Japanese were nationalist. It by nature, they they were looking for uh, dominance of land around their country so that they could expand and grow, and they had some faulty economics, and they had some racial superiority and other issues that you know obviously we we have problems with, but well, so racial but, superiority but, superiority undermined their entire supply chain is what of I'm course it did yeah yeah the, supply you know, chain you have, is heavily contingent upon <laughs> getting along with fucking people. You have German scientists who are refusing to look at research done by Jewish sciences scientists because that's Jer- Jewish science, you know, and it's like okay, so you're wasting a whole lot of time on something rediscovering so, so something. So your somebody ego else. is going to get away in the way right. of research, like right, and that like was undermining to their oh. to their whole. Structure, but ultimately, ultimately, fucking Nazis. Ultimately, I do not think that I do not think that the uh, the liberty of the United States or the sovereignty of the United States was threatened by Germany or by Japan, and that. But that telegraph to Mexico, (laughs) which was bullshit, there was one of them. There was one of them. There was one of them, and it's been proven that that was a plant by the OSS. Oh, that's that's so. So pre-CIA shit that just turned into the CIA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, ultimately, I do Please not. Please don't put us on list for this podcast. Uh, we're already on pod. Or uh, we're already on list, dude. So so we just dinged so on your list again. What's up, Agent? So whatever, my face. That was like ultimately like a five or ten minute discussion around something that was supposed to be a hot take. But um, what's your response? Um, look. So my general response to to wars is there's wars are the responsibilities generally of sovereign governments or conversely terrorists, but only two different types of parties are responsible for war because if it's from the drug cartel, that's not really a war. That is a terrorism organization then, right? I guess. So I don't see much distinction between governments and terrorists. Terrorist, but you know, the, that's the whole problem I have with with wars and <clears throat> in the United States getting into any of them ever is that governments should probably not exist. It is a technology that is millennia old, and we, especially with the indirect democracy thing, like a democratic republic is bullshit. That just means that we're convoluting a bunch of processes that make sense on on different levels and we're trying to apply macro solutions to micro levels and vice versa and i think that's where we're getting all fucked up as a society um so, so war in general no 
like like can't condone violence like killing uh, thousands and millions of people in, in a in a few decades really bad idea in my opinion because those people can contribute to the planet positively yeah. in other ways I, th- I think that people can contribute a lot more value other than uh, being meat shields now that's not to say that you know if there are enemies at the gates and people actually trying to invade us that we shouldn't repel them and I would be one of the first people to pick up arms and, and go fight them off but the, but that the should sovereign- be by your own virtue right, right. and it should the, be by your own volition and, and my point is that you look at World War II you look at World War I you look at it just you about, shouldn't just compel every, to fight you look at just about every war that the United States has ever fought and the sovereignty was not threatened and you know we weren't about to, to fall out I mean you even look at like you know the War of 1812 where you know, Madison and Adams before him were like probing and prodding the the British Empire to make them invade. I mean, but you know, before before you go entirely down that route, I don't think that. I think what was ultimately accomplished in World War II is that the United States established global hegemony, and most people, most commentators, you talk to like neoconservatives in the Republican Party, and most of the people who support the warfare state. They will say, yes, that's exactly what the United States did, and that was a good thing. And in my judgment, it wasn't, but um, I think a lot of it stems from World War II um, because that's, that's held up as the good war. That's held up as the, the good thing that the United States did and the war that the United States had to fight. Dude, something humanity always does <clears throat> is romanticizes the past when, when things are so good, so much better now. Not so good. Like, like... We're, we're moving towards a better existence. Do not get it wrong. Like, if you look at things in the scales of, like, 500 years of time, like, you'll realize that 500 years ago, oh, shit's a lot better now than it was <laughs> then. And if they did that for, if you do that drill into eternity, then you realize, oh, the earth is formed. Now we can start building the elements of life. And then, you know, several billions of years later, um, it happens. Life. Woo! <laughs> we did it. We did it. We pulled it off. We got Earth pregnant. All right. Um, I think that's about all the time we got on this one tonight, actually. So uh, thank you for joining us uh, for episode six, HodgePodge as fuck, <laughs> or whatever it is we're going we're gonna to name this. We're going to name it something, yeah. and it's going to come into your radio. <laughs> and, uh... Really appreciate the time. Um, again, shout out to JC Bean Podcast. Absolutely. Um, Going to miss being able to be uh, be nearby you. Yeah. Um, so, on, on that matter, we're gonna we're gonna come crash your party. I've I've found um, at least a general location where new HQ is going to be. Um, so we're gonna come crash your party, and we're gonna do a crossover episode like we talked about. I don't give a fuck how much distance is between us because i love you guys over <laughs> we'll there. figure it out man. really love you guys um well the beauty of technology is we don't have to be in the same room to do a crossover episode and that's have a conversation point but i just want to see and touch their boobies like we discussed earlier well, uh, you know that's man boobs mm-hmm. boobs lick, 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 lick. all right thank you for joining <laughs> jesus christ thank you for joining us everybody um for episode six of NSFW Nerdiverse Swag Forum Weekly Podcast, I am Steven. And I'm Melvin. And we will see you in episode seven, bitches. Peace.